What's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we're talking early reactions to the Venom movie. We've got trailers for Dark Phoenix, Into the Spider-Verse, and Daredevil Season 3 on Netflix. Fox shuffles around a bunch of movie release dates, and we got some casting news for the Birds of Prey movie. Plus, you're going to get our review of the second season of Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix, listener voicemails, emails, and a bunch more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, October 4th, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Funny. Disturbing. Yahoo listener, what's up? Welcome, thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why am I over-enunciating? I don't know. We're here to give you your weekly dose of comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. And for a second week in a row, we are without Rug Boy. Wowie zowie. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. Look, the, the, the Felty's a little sick. This is what happens when you have a hand up your slack hole. Uh, yeah, I can't be saying it. You don't know where that hand has been, Rugs, do you? Well, where the slack hole's been, or where the slack hole is. I feel big. sorry for the hand that was up there. Rugs, feel better. We miss you, but uh, uh, if you're a new listener, Anthony, uh, we're running this uh, old school. Yeah, this is old school. This is the way it originally started. Hence the fucking title of the show. So it was just uh, if you don't nerd. like this. <laughs> We'll listen to another episode. Back to our roots. I kind of like it because I can't remember the last time it's just been you and me shooting yeah. the shit, nerding out, geeking out about stuff. This is great. You know, speaking of nerding out, yeah, nothing to do with nerding out. I know it's not in your notes, but there's a big fight this weekend. And oh, we weren't able to do a jock talk this yeah. week. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna blow up Chaz's spot. Can we? Chaz, can we? Can we say this? I want. Congr- I'm, I'm just going to yes. do it. Chaz, it looks like you you've had a kid on Facebook. So congratulations, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did not realize that Chad had a kid coming, but uh, he doesn't need to tell me that. That's fine. But we're friends friends on Facebook. I'm blowing your spot up, Chaz. Congratulations. congratulations. He's a papa. I couldn't be happier for you. That's yeah. amazing. So we didn't do an episode of Jock Talk, understandably. Who knows when we'll do another one? He wants. He wanted to do one this week and then um, couldn't because life. And bro, you had a baby. He, he it's want, all right. He to wants wait a week. to do one next week, yeah. but if he has to cancel, that's fine too. That's fine. Life, babies. I guess that's more important. So <laughs> I guess there's a big fight coming up this weekend. Conor McGregor's back in the UFC fighting Habib. 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 Nurmagomedov. Habib. Wow. Who he was a Muslim. Dagestani right. Russian champion, and he's fighting Conor McGregor, and it's gonna be an awesome fight. Damn straight, I hope the Muslim takes it. As a, as a fellow Muslim, I got I got to yeah. back the Habibi. It is a, a very quick preview for those that don't follow as as closely as I do. It is like the most classic of classic matchups. You have uh, Habib Habib Nurmagomedov <laughs> as That's a. 
outstanding grappler. Okay. And you have Conor McGregor, who is an outstanding striker. And ah. if it goes to the ground, Habib will probably win. <laughs> and if Conor keeps it on the feet, he will probably knock Habib out. Also for you, Imran, remember when Conor went crazy with the dolly? Yeah, he threw that thing at the fucking bus and broke a window. He, he was going after Habib. Oh. So there's a ton of bad blood in this fight wow. as well. So. That was a long time. That was, it's been brewing since then, huh? It's, it's been brewing for a while. So yeah, they're... Uh, they're finally fighting, and they're, the World Lightweight Championship is on the line. All right, so. man. I can't wait to hear uh, your analysis of this watch that. fight. Uh, sounds amazing. Grappler is, is my versus Habib striker. Good? Habib is very good. And even your Nurga Nurmagomedov. It's like, because you have to do, it's so amazing. You have to do it Arabic and then Russian. Nurmagomedov. Yeah. Like it, but it's Russian. That's all Russian last But the Habibi is very Habibi Arabic. is Arabic, yeah. yeah. so he's got a... Well, well Dagestani people yep, are very, yep. very mixed. They're mixed up in there. A lot of Avar descent. Yeah. So there are a lot of Muslim, Muslim in Dagestan. Are there a lot of Muslim in, in Chechnya, too? In, in, they're all Muslim in Chechnya. And da- Some of them are the bad kind of Muslims, if you know what I mean. And some yeah. are just normal Muslims. And like Uzbekistan, that whole Central Asia, Europe, uh, kind of the same thing going on there. Uh, but if you are a new listener, this is not a, uh, a, no. a, a geography podcast. Uh, what about, is it a pronunciation <laughs> in... Uh, Arabic. It is. It, it, it is Arabic lesson no, podcast. It is. We are, and we're going to get into our this week's that's, that's Arabic Russian. lesson. That's oh, sorry. That's <laughs> Russian. But if you're new, definitely check out our website. The show notes can be found at jockandnerd.com/slash two four two because we have a lot of news to catch up on and everything we talk about. All there'll be links in the show notes so you can follow along. Let's get to the news. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. Oh, listener, in your present time, Venom is out into the wild it is released in our present time which is your past all we got are early reviews and we do have a rotten tomato score uh the movie oh this thing seems to fluctuate it's fluctuating in the wrong direction it's at 29 percent uh 4.4 out of 10 average rating We'll be reviewing this most likely next week. Yes, we will have a full review for you next week. But Anthony, have you seen, have you checked out the early reviews, what the critics are saying so far? It's You know, hilarious. I've kind of stayed away other oh, yeah. than just some of the headlines. Yes, some of, um, that's the head, all I Some read. of the headlines are pretty funny. They're great. Uh, one calling it a literal turd in the wind. <laughs> uh, one saying the dumbest movie of the year. But some also not as harsh. Uh, they, uh, but what I found was the craziest was the comparisons to Catwoman Ooh. and Ben Affleck's Daredevil and uh, saying this movie slipped through a wormhole from 2004. I mean, I've been saying that on yeah. the pod. No, it's pretty much what we have been saying is seems to be the but case. But I'm going in with the mindset you told me off air, which is it can't possibly be worse than Catwoman. And we've just yes. reviewed yes. Catwoman yes. and The Predator. Yes. So it, it, it can't be worse, right? Do you really? I'm fucking. It's gotta be better. I'm so primed for this movie after sitting through the the predator. Do R D R forty X? I don't know if I'm gonna make it out for this one. Uh, it's it's kind of far, and my week is busy, and uh, I want to check out forty X out in Gurney so badly, but okay. I just I think I gotta I gotta see this movie as quickly as possible because it just seems to be a train wreck. But having just done what the fuck happened on Catwoman and reviewing the predator, I'm ready. For, to enjoy a bad movie, finally. Basically, just forget everything you know about Venom and go in there, and I'm going to be like, show me your Venom. Show me what Venom you are trying to do. This uh, The budget kind of came out. It's not official, but somebody's estimating $100 million. 
mm. which was the same budget for Catwoman in 2004. Wow. They're still saying it's going to take the number one spot this weekend uh, uh, and estimated $60 million opening weekend domestic and possibly 175, 160, 175 worldwide. If this thing hits 200 million worldwide, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's breaking even. But do you think these reviews are going to hurt people going to this movie? Because this seems like one of those movies where the critics are pissing all over it and fans are like, fuck you, it's going to be great. I'm going to go see it, hey, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it'll do that well. <laughs> no? No. Everyone says, seems to think that the Tom Hardy-Venom relationship is the best thing and it's unintentionally funny and... But we'll kind see. of kind of a mess. Now, there are two post-credit scenes in the movie, so don't leave. And they've already been revealed online. I've not read them. I didn't want to spoil it for myself. But I kind of think I know what one of them are. I think we like talk, like talk speculated uh, weeks, months ago on the show. I have no idea, so don't spoil them. All right, I'm not going to spoil it. Now, this movie is opening up against uh, this other movie called A Star is Born. Have you heard of this? The Lady Gaga movie. The Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. It's like the third or fourth remake of this movie. And I had no idea that was a remake. Yeah, it's a remake of a remake of a remake. It's a movie that's been done like five times. Uh, but apparently... Habib. Uh, Habibi. <laughs> apparently, uh, Lady Gaga's fans have been uh, posting fake reviews for oh Venom to, <laughs> to, to boost it down. Stars Board has a 95% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand uh, what the deal is, but this article from Variety notes one interesting thing is that everybody all of a sudden started like tweeting the same thing. Like the same exact set of words were coming from uh, a bunch of different Twitter accounts. Here's one. This is just blatant. Ann Harrison says, I saw Venom last night and had to leave halfway through. My children wouldn't stop crying at how bad it was. Luckily, a second pre-screening of A Star is Born was about to start, and now we are all crying tears of amazement. Please pray for my eldest. He is still in a coma. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I didn't know this was a thing that people write fake reviews for movies that they want to pump up. Okay, so here is... Here is the review that was repeated. Like, if you look this up, everyone tweeted this. I'm the biggest Marvel fan, but I just watched Venom, and I don't know what to say. Easily the worst movie this year. I expected so much better, and now I'm just disappointed. There's dozens of these exact same thing. Exact same wording. So, you know, they really are little monsters, those fucking Lady Gaga fans. (laughs) Why you gotta go ruin a good thing? Uh, But, yes, we'll have a review next week. And they've also confirmed... Uh, Morbius is going to be the next movie with Jared Leto starring as Morbius. Another movie nobody really, really oh asks for or wants. They are continuing. I wonder. Yeesh. if I, I just I just want to know if uh, Sp- I mean well, Spider Man's in it. If Tom, if Peter's in it. If Tom Holland's in this movie, I want to know why. I, wanna know. I think I think if if slash when this movie disappoints critically and financially, <laughs> I think they'll be reevaluating a Morbius movie. Just, just a thought. And again, Sony just doesn't seem uh, to get it. Sony just, it's just, they're a joke, man. But again, yeah. right now, they're, they're, they they don't know what they're doing. I mean, all they, they did like two good Spider-Man movies and then they with the, the help of Marvel. Ones. They also got into the Spider-Verse coming out, which is Sony, but that's, I think, also with the help of Marvel Studios or that's their own I thing. Know. I don't know. 
Uh, Sony doesn't get it. Fox doesn't get it. We'll get into that in a second. But, uh, listener, if you've seen Venom, send us your review. We'd love to add it to our show. We will share it. We will read it. Uh, how do you do that? Visit our, our website, our contact page, jockandnerd.com slash contact. For all the ways to get in touch, you can send it in text in uh, or send us uh, some audio. We love getting audio. There's also a link to our awesome exclusive closed Facebook group called Jock and Nerd Nation just for you. Listener, you get to hang out. Chop it up with all our listeners. The nation is great. The nation is amazing. Represent. Uh, right now, John Bellotti posted photos from New York Comic Con. Geek Motor. It's going on now, and we have a few trailers and things from there to discuss. Uh, let's move on to those trailers. We got to start with this Dark Phoenix trailer. <laughs> you know, well, for, the, for those of you listening to the post show, you've yeah. heard our thoughts, but more's come out since then from yes. last week's post oh, show. Oh, yeah. Before wow. we get to the craziness that happened, let's just discuss this trailer. Like, is Marvel the only studio that can like consistently put out, fucking figure out how to make good co- comic book movies? What, what Nobody else has seemed to figure it out. Uh, and yet is evidence with this Dark Phoenix trailer for the movie following Apocalypse, which seems really familiar, Anthony. I feel yeah. like I've seen this movie before. Because it seems like you have because <laughs> yes. they made this movie. <laughs> it's think... called The Last Stand. Oh, shit. Yeah, where, uh, you know, Gene Gray's got the powers and... Uh, uh, He's suppressing it she's and su- it's coming. She's got to go to Magneto for help. Yeah. Uh, yada, yada, yada. They're trying to stop her. She doesn't... Professor X hit it from her. Yeah, we saw all this. At least from the trailers, we saw all I this think stuff. We saw, so it looks like, I kind of, some of the bits I love, it looks like Jean kills her parents by accident in a car accident. And that's There's what. There's a lot of theories online. Hit that spoiler button. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. There's a lot of theories online that uh, she fucking uh, is the one that kills, uh, she kills Mystique. What? Oh, shit. Uh. Yeah. That she's going to huh. kill Mystique, and that's going to be the catalyst for. Because there, there, I saw some trailer analysis where they're like, you can't see Mystique. Mystique's not in a lot of the, like the, all the shots. Like she's, they're, they're theorizing she. Uh, they're hiding her. That's how they written. Well, huh. she gets written out because she gets killed. Hmm. Well, but going back to this fucking uh, trailer, my thoughts, which you haven't asked about, which is yeah. Fine. What do you think? <laughs> uh, again, we saw a lot of this movie already, so. It's nothing. Uh, it, there's nothing in the trailer where I was like, "Oh, that's that's gonna make this different." Now it's probably gonna be a different movie, but it just didn't. That trailer didn't sell me on that. Also, made this point on the post show, repeating it for all our fans out there that don't subscribe to the Patreon. If you want to hear my instant reaction on things, Patreon's where it should be. You should sign where up. You should go. Give us a dollar a month. Super cheap. We haven't been with this cast. Yes. Long enough for bring me this up. to yes. really care. I'm talking, and I'm not not. Uh, James McAvoy or Fassbender or Jennifer Lawrence. I'm talking about the new X Men like Storm, Nightcrawler, Storm, Nightcrawler. Uh, what's her uh, face? Be- uh, Beast a little Beast bit. Beast a but, little bit. Who else? But do like we have this, in here? this new Jean Grey's played by oh, Sophia yeah. Turner. Yep, like Sansa we've only Stark. seen her in yep. one movie. Yep. So for me, and she wasn't even like the focal point of that nope. movie. And it was already like teased in there that she's the part Phoenix. So for her to start going bad already, I, I didn't, I'm still not invested enough in her as a character to be even care that she's going bad. I mean, great, you got a team, but many of these characters barely had lines in Apocalypse. Yeah. And it didn't do well. And Apocalypse sucked. Yeah, Apocalypse was not good. So, 
like after that, what kind of uh, you know faith have, do you have in the audience? Here's another big problem. In the last stand, at least they had Wolverine delivering the final blow, which was like kind of from the comics, and it, yeah. and it made sense because there was that little love triangle. This yeah. one, apparently, Scott is he has to now. We have to build the relationship between Scott and Gene. We, we they don't they just I met don't each really other. Know Scott, yeah. no, we don't know Scott now. He's gonna have to fall in love with her, and. Uh, and what do you think of these costumes? I don't like these costumes. Yeah, the big X. Um, it's weird because the end of Apocalypse, they were all in their colorful costumes. They had, like, yes. oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, what happened and now to they're those? going back to the X ones. And they just, the X ones might be like a funny thing for comics, but it does not look good. On so this it's, medium. it's from the uh, Grant Morrison Frank Quietly run, but it it's, it matches Frank Quietly style. It makes sense on the page. But, but it, they just look stupid. They look horrible. Practice, they yeah. look like they're wearing yellow sports bras. Oh shit! <laughs> That's all I see. Like it may work on page, it does not work on screen. Uh, this is one of those times where being loyal to the comics just it doesn't work. It's not. It's not working. It's running out of steam. And even this trailer, like I had no reaction to it. I was just like, "Yeah, that's Meh. the problem." I just had that was the thing. Is I I watched that trailer. I wasn't excited. No. I wasn't mad. I was just like, "Okay, all right, you're doing this again." This movie's happening again. I hope there's more space stuff. There's one shot, so maybe that's what they're hiding. There's a big spaceship because there's one shot of of the spaceship going, the Blackbird going onto outer space, but that's it. And also, the Phoenix is in her, not like. Coming from a cosmic force, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know. They need. I think there is going to be a space element to this. I think the Shi'ar are going to be in this. So, well, let's talk about the fact what happened the day after this trailer. I, I could not believe when you texted me released. about this. Yes, check this out, Lister. If you're on the group, you've seen this. If you haven't, try to follow along. Uh, Dark Phoenix trailer comes out the day after Fox announces a lot of a movely, 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 movie shuffling. Oh, shit. Alita Battle Angel. What's this is the day before, right? No, this is the day after. Oh, yeah, yeah. The trailer came the out trailer the day comes before out, you're like, hey, and it has. And, wh- and what does the trailer say trailer when the movies come February out? February 14th, 2019. <laughs> Valentine's Day for an X-Men. Okay. We're like, okay, fine. February. Alita Battle Angel, which was supposed to come out on that super crowded December 21st, now is coming out February 14th, 2009. They have, Probably the right mood. They've, yes. They've pushed Dark Phoenix back from February 14th to June 7th, 2019. <laughs> so this is the third time, first of all, this movie has been pushed back. <laughs> now, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. I'm kind of, I could see both sides. What I've heard is that they need more time for CGI. The thing is, they gave so many reasons. One of them's got to be bullshit. <laughs> they need more time for CGI. They're pro- they may be reshooting things. Uh, they wanted to get better IMAX screens, and then the all important Chinese market. They want in February. It's like Chinese New Year. They didn't want. They didn't want to deal with that. They wanted more screens in China, so that's why they pushed it. But when you give out so many reasons for doing this, it seems a little bit suspicious. I mean, it's the third time this movie's been pushed back. Well, regardless of the reason, and I don't know what it is, um, it's clear they don't have their house in order because there's no goddamn way someone <laughs> that is re- overseeing this entire thing goes, yeah, let's release the trailer. And then the next day, with the trailer saying the date is February 14th, we're going to now push it to what June 7th. the fuck? I, mean, I've w- I watched the trailer again, and it's still now it says June 7th. Oh, they changed it. Oh, they oh, changed shit, it. Oh, shit, they yeah, changed it right there's away. There's no way, like, if you have all your... 
I's dotted and T's crossed that you're going to release a trailer and make the mistake of then delaying the release date the next day. I mean, this is uh, Simon Kinberg, who has written a lot and produced a lot of these X-Men movies. This is his first movie he's directing. That kind of makes me nervous. But I mean, he's been around, you know, a set and a production. Uh, but it, this either means they have a lot of faith in this movie or they have no no faith. I don't know. It could go, it could go right. either way. I think it's just that they've just gotten bought out, bought out, bought out by Marvel. Yes. And they're trying to figure their shit out and... And it's just not not everything's right. Fox, the, sh- it, the shit isn't running smoothly. I just imagine uh, Fox is just scrambling. Like I bet you hear you know that noise in, in the Flintstones when uh, uh, Fred's running. <laughs> like that's going over there twenty four hours. So here's what else happens. Remember that Gambit movie <laughs> that was supposed to come oh out with, in twenty sixteen? Uh, Channing Tatum. Yep. Still attached. They, they, there's another date. They moved it to March 2020, and Simon Kimberg has said it's going to be a romantic or sex comedy. What the fuck? <laughs> so, Gambit, Gambit's going to be a rom com sexy comedy. A, a Gambit movie is, is another one of those movies, like a Venom movie, like a uh, Electra movie, like a Ghost Rider movie, where I'm just like, this doesn't seem like a good idea. No. Right I don't now. even know why they're why? they're they're trying to shove all this out. I mean, the only reason a Gambit movie was really ever getting pushed is because what's his name, Chain Tatum, was yeah. like, I want to do a Gambit yeah. movie. Like, he still wants to do it. I mean, if he can bring like the same heart like Ryan Reynolds brings to Deadpool, it could work if he really loves his character. I, I mean, the character. I, I all I know about Gambit is from the '90s uh, TV yeah, show. He's a Cajun dirt. He's bag. a Cajun guy with like a weird like. Like a uh, mohawk coming out of his head. Yeah. Or I don't know what that is. Yeah. And they're trench jacket and he yep. touches cards. Charges and they, cards. They, and they become fireballs. He's a gambler. Whatever the. Yeah. He's a, he, look, he's a heartbreaker and a. And a he's, and so, a he's so 90s. It's so amazing. 90s. Okay. So here's where it gets really crazy. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds. So once Fox moved the lead of Battle Angel from December 21st, they have that slot open. What did they decide to put in this slot? Oh, nothing. Just a PG-13 version of Deadpool 2. Somebody touch my spaghetti. Holy I don't shit. Actually, yeah. actually, this, I don't have that much of a problem with. Oh, Here's really? Why. Okay. No. Okay. So they, they released their R-rated version. Yeah. They got that out first. Yeah. They want to re-release Deadpool yeah. and get make a little bit more money off of it. Yes. And you know what? If they release it PG-13 yeah. and it's like, acknowledging that it's PG-13 and Deadpool because they released a like a promo image of him like covering up or something. Oh, really? There's a, there yeah, was another was like, I have I have more information. There was another image he he tweeted out. Uh but Oh, yeah, it was him reading uh a a book. It's it's that picture from Princess Bride, right? Yeah, yeah, where he's reading a book to yeah, the, to Fred yeah, yeah. Savage. Yeah. So I, here's my th- here's with a, my with a Christmas hat on with a yeah, Santa yeah. hat on. Yes, I think it actually a PG thirteen Deadpool. Yeah, could be funny and ironic and like if they lean into that, that they're like, this is stupid, right? Like I think she think it could be all right. Like if they so okay so th- I have so many thoughts about this. So the title first they were calling it people thought it was a new movie. It was like untitled Deadpool movie. The title reportedly is going to be. The Deadpool Before Christmas. Geek Boner. The reason he's wearing that Christmas hat and Fred Savage, that's the scene from Princess Bride. Apparently, Fred Savage is going to be in the movie. Yeah, I realize I heard they're... As the Princess Bride character. 
Yeah, I heard they're they're doing they're reshooting some art. So they're shooting probably some gonna stuff. bookend this with like Christmas timey stuff. And yes, if he can be self aware and try to swear, uh, it could be funny. But here's the here's the things that concern me. Clearly, this is like a a, a move to get Deadpool into the MC, larger MCU once the merger happens. Maybe right? Maybe maybe, maybe. they're thinking if we can prove this PG thirteen version of Deadpool makes a shitload of money, you know, it can work. But I don't see how you can get accurate readings from this because who's going to go see this? Uh, people who enjoyed the R-rated version already, they may go see this just because. Uh, so, and how many kids will, I'm sure a lot of kids will be happy because they've been bugging their parents to go see this. But I don't know if you can actually accurately judge like a PG-13 Deadpool by doing it this way. You know what I mean? I think what they're doing, I think they're actually, I'm reading this now, but I think they they want to get into the Chinese market with Deadpool. Oh, because it was both movies were banned. They didn't right. they didn't open there. Also, I think what they're doing is they're testing a new thing of R rated movie for mm-hmm. North America mm-hmm. and then PG thirteen cut somewhere like major oh, like overseas markets. That's interesting. So that they can kind of butter <sighs> both sides. Wow, of the bread. it's all about that dough. It is. Got to get that money. I just hope they don't like neuter the soul of the movie. Uh, it's would if, it, you, if it's taste if it's if there's thought behind it, I think you can actually make a PG thirteen Deadpool still be funny and have the, the integrity of the character. Would you go see this version in the theater? Uh, if it's getting good reviews yeah. and people are like, there's some new shit in here yeah. that's like funny and they yeah. rearrange some scenes. Yeah. I'm, I might consider it. I, th- I thought the same thing. I thought if there's enough new reshoots and they kind of uh, have uh, have fun with it, I might go check it out. And I think a lot of people are like, hell yeah, I will go see this anyways, uh, which is really interesting. So, again, December 21st, that movie's going up against Bumblebee, Mary Poppins, Aquaman. That's a crazy, a crazy release date. Uh, we'll see what happens. And then just to... Uh, uh, give some more evidence of Fox freaking out. They're saying that Disney and Fox merger could actually be completed as soon as the end of this calendar year. New report from Deadline says uh, it might be by the end of 2018, which means more changes could happen to Dark Phoenix. And I don't know what the fuck is going on with this new Mutants movie. Like it ne- they haven't done the oh, reshots, the, new Mutants movie the reshoots, and they're like it could be R-rated. Uh, is this Such even ever going to come out? I don't know. I don't think I don't know. I make if I if I were them, I would just be like, let's just save this for our streaming. Listen, put out Dark Phoenix, cut your losses, and then Bob Iger said Kevin Feige will be in charge of the X Men. That's what everyone's waiting. For. Yeah, and then that Hollywood uh, that Hollywood Reporter interview was really interesting, where he's like, there shouldn't be two Marvels. There's gonna be one Marvel, uh, and then that's where he also talked about slowing down the Star Wars movies. That was a good article. Uh, okay, more trailers, more Marvel Sony stuff. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. There's a new trailer out, and holy shit, does this movie look fun. I can't wait to see this. It just makes me smile. Geek boner. Watching the joy in this. Anthony, what would you think of this one? We get a little more story and a little more looks at uh, different Spider-Man from all over the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I guess it. the title rings true. There's just... A bunch of different uh, parallels with Spider-Men and women that are now meeting up in Spider-Pigs. Um, <laughs> yes, Peter Parker. <laughs> I mean, it looks fun. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It, it looks well. It looks fun. It looks uh, 
well done. Um, it's cut well. I, I enjoy all the voice acting. But other than that, really, I'm not like... I think maybe it's just because of the platform of it, or it being animated. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't excite me as much as a live action trailer would. I mean, I like, I'm not yeah. like jumping out of my seat going, "I have to watch this." Sure, uh, but I it's know. just it's just it's just my personal right. preference. And and I mean, I think uh, that's the thing. Are a lot of people going to turn away from this because it's fully animated and maybe not like a real thing? Like you always, you know, we see these anime movies like, ah, that's like the Lego Batman. Yeah, it's a Batman movie, but really, is it? It's just it's its own thing. Uh, I mean, these animated movies do really well if they're good. But this looks like it has so much heart and so much fun. Uh, I love the the voice cast. You got Nick Cage, John Mulaney, uh, amazing uh, voice cast for this. Now, I read this theory on uh, I think it was CBR Comic Book Resources, and uh, it's really interesting. Could this Spider Man be? You got Jake Johnson from uh, New Girl voicing Spider Man. Is this an older Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Is this that universe? There, oh. there are if you if you notice, there are the several yeah, scenes. A lot of scenes yeah. He's stopping the train like in Spider-Man 2. There's an upside down kiss with Mary Jane. There's a car being thrown through a window while he's inside a cafe, also similar to the second movie. Uh, or are they just having fun with the the whole canon of all these Spider-Verse? That'd be kind of cool. If they were tying in, but if they're also having fun, that's also kind of cool. I guess there's a super collider that they need to stop because it's opened up all the universes. But you see, there's like Green Goblin, uh, Kingpin, Scorpion, the Prowler. It seems like this Peter Parker is like close to like 30 or 40. Yeah, like he might be close yeah. to 40. Yeah, he's definitely uh, an oh. older, haggard Peter Parker. But I I mean, I love the jokes in this. I love the line where Spider-Ham's like, uh, do animals talk in their universe? Because I don't want to freak him out. <laughs> it's just that bad. it's so fun spider-man noir you got nick cage of spider-man noir oh i can't i can't wait for this this is uh people are like this is gonna be the best superhero movie of the year <laughs> it may very well be there's just certain things you could do in terms of timing and and writing and you know comedy timing you could just nail an animation because you just you know you cut it that way you make it look that way and you can have a lot of fun you can have a lot of fun next trailer let's move on to this just came out uh, Daredevil season three on Netflix. Holy shit. This trailer gets me super geek motor for right. season three. Anthony, what are your thoughts? So I just watched it and I've been kind of cooling on the Netflix stuff, although we'll get into Netflix stuff. It's actually getting a little better again. Um, but this trailer's fucking awesome. This trailer fucking <laughs> rules. I am so pumped to see. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Fisk back, and I love Murdoch versus Fisk. Like, I love that dynamic. Dude, after and, hanging out, like, they've given us three this year, right? So we've been yeah. kind of hanging out in the Luke Cage, Iron Man, Jessica Jones world. I really miss Matt Murdoch. Weird, and, yeah. and That's he's, the best universe. And it is. It was the original, and he's been presumed dead since the end of Defenders. Uh, so I love in the beginning where he's like done with helping people. He's in the black suit for the majority for the whole. Yeah, why, I wonder why he's in the black suit. And then he pulls the I'm Daredevil. Like holy shit, Fisk in the white suit. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, oh my god. Uh, Dinafrio looks amazing. There appears to be a a hallway fight scene, but with fucking Matt Murdock as Matt. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they were teasing, or there's gonna be another one. I bet there'll be another. 
Uh, awesome one. So I love this storyline already. How Fisk is threatening to expose him. He turns the city against Daredevil, and there's someone else in the suit. And I think that's fucking Bullseye. It's oh, definitely shit. Bullseye. That's 100% bullseye. bullseye. That's awesome. They're, they they a lot of shots of that bulls of that guy in the Daredevil suit throwing things. Oh, okay, yeah. Dead giveaway. It's Bullseye. That yeah, and he ca- he ca- like I love that part where he catches it and he's just like. Well, that's Daredevil. That yeah, right. It. He catches it. And so that's what I was like. Oh, he's throwing re- things really accurate. Uh, wow. I can't I can't wait for this. Uh, it comes out October 19th. It'll be hot soon. We just got oh, Iron Fist. This is a fucking crazy year of Netflix the Marvel fourth, stuff. They gave us four. Ne- you know what Netflix must be doing, though? Yeah. I mean, they must be like, hey, Marvel, you're fucking going away. Yeah. Let's get some more of these. Let's out. get all this shit out before you go make your own streaming. I think Punisher season two is also uh, in the works. And what would be the next one? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Another Jessica, go back another to Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Or maybe you do a new character. I don't know. All I got to say is this is might be a little spoiler for my thoughts, but I was really cool on net Netflix yeah. after yeah. Defenders. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know what? Yeah. I'm back, baby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm back on the Netflix Marvel Charlie stuff. Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, look, Not only this, they're gonna bring I, it. I'm spoiling. I, I I liked Iron Fist. Oh shit! Oh, oh hold, shit. hold that thought. We're not I, there and yet. And I liked I liked Punisher. Yeah. And I liked I like the last Punisher. season of Luke Cage. I and I liked Cage. the last season of Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is a return to I'm like their. Yeah, we're back. Good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I was so sad. You were like, I don't know about these anymore. But I think this is going to get a lot of people back. I love the black suit. Can't wait to see it. Daredevil, one. there was a. Uh, I saw something online. There was a poll, and like across all ages, like what people prefer, like on Netflix. Yeah. And like across all ages, Stranger Things was number one. Oh, interesting. But for the young kids. Yeah. Yep. Daredevil was number two. Oh, the kids like the Daredevil. Like the Daredevil. Tra- they, they, they like the whole... Uh, uh, By the, kids, I say millennials. Daredevil is the shit. Uh, last bit of actual MCU news. That movie, The Eternals. Oh, they're making yeah. an Eternals movie. They have, Unbelievable. They, right. First of all, it's a movie about celestials and crazy cosmic powers, uh, which could open up... That could open up the way into the mutants. They could create mutants. But directing this movie is... A female Chinese filmmaker, Chloe Zhao, who did a movie called The Rider. And uh, uh, this is an amazing pick for a, a superhero movie. I believe she's like the first ethnic filmmaker That's awesome. to do a superhero movie. Hopefully she's qualified. Uh, like she, I mean, she's done like independent movies. And I guess that Rider movie did well in uh, at Sundance and at festivals. Uh, but... I, I love I love the diversity of this pick. They have Captain Marvel's also has co-directed by a woman. And uh they tapped another Kate Shortland, female director, to do Black Widow. So this is great. Now, not to leave DC out uh with uh female directors, uh that kind of leads into our DC segment. Uh Birds of Prey is going to be the next movie that's gonna come out after Wonder Woman 1984. Really? Yes. This is happening. They've given it a date, February 7th, 2020. Okay. This is being directed by Kathy Yan. She is a Chinese-American female director. Hey, right? Chinese people. This is great. I love What's this. What's going on right? here? Get them out of this country. <laughs> Build that wall. What happened to that, that wall? wall. And then they have those Chinese people pay for it. <laughs> the, look, this, and also, they got a great wall, though. Do you think that they're also thinking about the Chinese market going, hey, we got a Chinese-American. Same thing with the turtles. I don't know. It's gonna, that's going to be huge. I, would hope they're just hand, I just hope they're, they're 
I would hope they're just hiring these people because they think they're super Because they're good. That, well, yeah. in the terms of Marvel, they usually pick directors well. In terms yeah. of DC, they're getting better. We'll see what James Wan does with Aquaman. But Birds of Prey also has some casting news. Very exciting. Margot Robbie, of course, coming back as Harley Quinn. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is playing Huntress. Uh, she's great. She's been in Fargo, 10 Cloverfield Lane. She was Ramona Flowers and Scott Pilgrim. She's the little teenage girl and live free and die hard. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Journey Smollett Bell will be playing Black Canary. She's done a lot of television uh, recently. She's in the show called Underground, but she was in the last seasons of Full House. She was Michelle's friend in Full House. What the fuck? So they have a Full House and Ramona Flowers in this movie. And then breaking from the rap, they have cast Rosie Perez as Renee Montoya. Oh, shit. In Birds of Prey. Hmm. I love Rosie Perez. I don't know who Rosie Perez. Rosie I don't know who Perez. You seen Do the Right Thing? No. You never seen Do the Right Thing? Have you seen this movie Fearless? Oh my god, no. she's great, dude! I don't watch movies. God damn it, Rosie. I don't even know why I do this podcast. <laughs> Rosie, <laughs> when I was at art school in Brooklyn, Rosie Perez lived down the street from us. Really? Uh, and I you saw her. Up with Rosie, Perez? I totally good. I saw her walking like into her her brownstone one day. I was like, "Holy shit, it's Rosie Perez!" Rosie but uh, Perez. she's a, she she's like. a great pick. She's uh, you once. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Rosie Perez. Perez. You, you know what you should have said? White man can't jump. Oh, of course, white man can't jump. Another great. That's role what again. I think of when I think of Rosie Perez. Yeah, she. I see. I don't know their names when I see their faces. <laughs> you got to like, see their oh, faces. So, yeah. I'm sure you'll recognize Mary Elizabeth Winstead too. She's she's been a lot of things. Black Ma- Black Black. I can't talk today. Black Mask is gonna be the villain, and they're looking at uh, Ewan McGregor or Charlto Copley. Do you know those people? I know who Ewan McGregor is. Charlto Copley. Have you seen District Nine? Yeah, that's the dude, the uh, the South African dude who turns into the bug who's on the oh, side. Yeah, that, yeah. I love him. He that's Charles Rowe Copley. He's done a lot of movies with uh, the director. What the fuck is his name? I can't remember who did District Nine and Elysium and Chappie. Hey, if this movie's good, the fans are eating up the the diversity and and having different people rather than your your white male in in the lead. So dude, this movie has this is a, good. It can be it can make a lot of money. It's got a lot going for it. It's got a, a female ethnic uh, director. Uh, a whole female superheroine team, uh, you know, and again, beating Marvel to like a super, uh, a team of, of female superheroes. Yeah, female superheroes. Hey, I mean, if it's good, good on them. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. I don't, I don't really know a lot about the birds of prey. Yeah. There was that really bad TV show. Uh, and yeah, Rene- if Ruggs was here. He would probably linked. I saw it. I yeah. remember. Yeah. Oh. He's like, it sucked. Uh, yeah. Renee Montoya oh, yeah. also, you know, Renee Montoya, she came from Batman animated series. And yeah, then they, they brought her in comics, and she's openly lesbian in the comic book. So, I, oh, and you, lesbo? Yeah, you got an openly lesbian character in this movie. This movie's what got something fuck? for everybody. God, remember when we were safe? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Oh, I remember. Uh, remember Star Wars? <laughs> remember, I remember. remember Reagan? Listen, I'm going to show up to see Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn because uh, I yeah, like She was great. She I looked love, good. I love she Margot good. Robbie. Um, Suicide Squad sucked. Yeah. But Margot Robbie was not. Not the reason why that's no. Was Will Smith the reason? Why? No, wasn't. No, Will Smith I thought is Will Smith was actually pretty good. No, I thought it was just poorly, poorly uh, edited and yep, poor story. Yep, and yep. Lots of other shit going on. Yeah, uh, I just mentioned New York Comic Con. It's going on now as we speak. Uh, they said Anthony Bellotti over there. Bellotti is Wait, there. We, we mentioned that, huh? Yes. Uh, yeah. They put out a poster for Aquaman, and apparently there'll be a trailer tomorrow. So by the time this airs. Oh. We'll probably have a new Aquaman trailer. The poster has him in his yellow 
Like his arm is coming out oh, of really? the ocean. Where's that poster? Uh, it's uh, just look it up. Aquaman poster. Aquaman it's just poster. his hand with a trident coming out of the water, but he has the green gloves ah. and the yellow scale. Uh, this fucking poster. Oh, well, I mean, shit. If it works, it works. That doesn't look bad. <laughs> I mean, it's just a fucking poster. But. I know it's not much, but I'm I'm interested to see. This new trailer and uh, I'm interested to see him put him in the fucking yellow costume with yeah. the green gloves. Yeah, I think it'll look Let's fine it. with some yeah, six scales. Yeah, it'll be fun. More DC stuff. Uh, the DC universe is about to launch its first original show, which is Titans. Uh Oh, everyone loves this cosplay so show called Titans. We have to watch this whole fucking show. Oh, we are going to be watching the first episode to review. Uh-huh. Anyways, look, we are got- they doing so are they doing full release of everything or are they no, doing it's it Netflix once style? a week on Fridays. It's not Netflix style. Oh. It's weekly kind of like Hulu. Couple of details that came that. out. I don't know about that either. But yeah. You know what they're trying to do? Yeah. Keep you paying. Yeah, because otherwise there's still yeah. there's yeah, if you release all at once, yeah. you can do your free trial and watch you know, all the, that shit. The Star Trek show on CBS All Access was the same way. It was once and the stuff on Hulu, like Castle Rock, like their original content, it's once a week. So I kind of like that. It kind of like it's traditional TV, but also binging the shit is great. Here's some, uh, here's some news. If you're outside the U S and you were sad that you couldn't get this DC universe app, never fear. The Titans will stream on Netflix outside of the U S. So international listeners, you will get to watch it. If you have Netflix, they've already gotten a season two renewal. Whoa. Wow. It hasn't even fucking premiered, but Yes. Wow. <laughs> so they it premiered at New York Comic Con, and there's a new trailer with some more story. Uh, early reviews are out, and they're kind of mixed. They say what we all thought: it's dark, super violent. Apparently, lots of f bombs, which that'll be great. And it's almost like a horror. It's like a horror scary tone with Raven. You know, and the story's pretty much Raven's uh, got to find Dick Grayson, and Starfire is also drawn to Raven. And uh, then they all team up, and there's a lot of blood and gore and swearing. I guess I can't I, mean, I guess I guess I should give it a shot, but I just I am not. I am not all enthused about a dark, super dark, violent Teen Titans. Yeah, show. the reviewers uh, got the first three episodes, and they said it had potential, despite the tone. It had potential. Also, in the trailer, you see a little bit of Beast Boy, and those effects uh, they, they look all right, but he's turning into a tiger and shit, and. Uh, Look, we're paid for a year, so might as well fucking use it. Here's another reason. Uh, uh, this is what I'm really looking forward to is the uh, Harley Quinn R-rated animated series, Anthony. And New York Comic Con, they just released a first look trailer at this. Watch this trailer. Okay, let me watch it. Kaka nerd. I like it. <laughs> Anthony laughed twice while watching this trailer. I think that's funny. Holy yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. I love this. This is a great tone. This is going to be R-rated. They are joking about how fans hate everything. Harley is basically their, their Deadpool. Yes. They can be self-aware and, yes. and make fun of themselves. And Yes. It's funny. That was funny. They took a jab at the dead. Did you get the Deadpool joke? Oh, I got the Deadpool one, and I especially like the uh, dark and gritty. They make fun of DC. DC. What were we just saying about Titans? This show is like a response to the Titans, <laughs> but that that uh, Donald Glover was going to have an FX adult R-rated Deadpool animated show, and it got canned. Never happened. Oh. So she's like, "I'm like the Deadpool. This one's actually coming out." Voicing Harley in this is Kaylee Cuoco, Big Bang Theory. Do you know this name? 
The girl from the Big Bang yeah, Theory. She's I know not that okay. Name. She makes like a million dollars an episode now or more. Like really? she's like the highest paid fucking actress in in TV right now. Uh, but check out the rest of this uh, voice cast. This is an amazing cast. Uh, Lake Bell, Alan Tudyk, Ron Funches, JB Smoove, Jason Alexander, Wanda Sykes, Giancarlo Esposito, Natalie Morales, Jim Rash, Diedrich Bader, Tony Hale, Chris Maloney. Now, for the listener that actually knows names, that is a wealth of hilarious people I was and great say, actors right there. I don't recognize all the names. Yeah. But the ones I do recognize are funny as fuck. That, so they're all these are all great picks. I can't wait for this. So and but this isn't coming out till next year. Here, yeah, here's the thing that they released next, like December. This is what I was waiting for. They have released their schedule November. So, so they're not running these shows at the same time. It's one after another. It means they will come out weekly. Titan starts in October. The next. Oh excuse, oh, excuse me. Jesus oh, Christ, did you die? No. I had something died in my throat and tried to crawl out. <laughs> don't don't edit this. All right. Okay, get back down there, Gremlin. Heimlich maneuver. Oh, you can blinking, glaving, pain in my glaving. Titans comes out in October. Part one of Young Justice season three in January. That will be followed by Doom Patrol in February. That whole show runs its course. Then Swamp Thing starts then, and you also have part two of the Young Justice season three. Swamp Thing in June of next year, September or late August, Stargirl, and then this Harley Quinn uh, comes out in October of 20, so like a year from now, in October of 2019. But that one little teaser uh, got me excited for that. I'm really looking forward to Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing. And we'll Doom see. Patrol and Swamp Thing. You know, yeah. the thing with Titans is like, it, it's it's a show that will need time to get better. Like, hopefully they can get their footing. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, maybe 10 to 12. But hopefully they figure out the potential. And the only thing better. I'm trying to figure out, I like the Young Justice. Uh, Swan, Harley Quinn looks good. Some of the other stuff, Titans, I, I don't like. Yeah. The other stuff I haven't seen yet, yeah. so who yeah. knows? Yeah. I can't judge it yet. The only thing I'm wondering is for the DC Universe, we've already paid for it. So yeah. DC, thank you're welcome. Yep. Um, but like, what's going to keep someone to stick around? Other than these shows, mm. like does DC have enough stuff on there where it's like this is like a very um, voluptuous app? <laughs> <laughs> there's listen, there a voluptuous streaming service for me. There's a lot. There's a, there's lots of comics. There's lots of old content. So I'm now we're signed up for to get press releases from DC Universe. So yeah. I get official press releases. They're going to be adding like some of this is great. Some of this is not. So they're going to be adding the 1984 film Supergirl, which, you know, Ooh. that's not that's not a great film uh, that the Krypton show that was on sci fi. David Goyer's Krypton will now be on the DC universe. They've also cast a guy to play Lobo and they put out an image of Lobo. And then they got the original animated movies. Reign of Superman, Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Batman Hush. Will also show up. So there's a couple of other things. Hopefully, did you send us the login stuff? Yeah, I did. You haven't logged into it yet, have you? Where? How do I do? Where was that at? Uh, I'll email. S- uh, I don't remember. I'll send it to you when we're done. I want to look at it as we're talking. Talking nerd. I am logged in. I am now in the DC Universe. Super Friends is the first thing that pops up. Huh? You can like the history. See, it's like a. It's like a website. 
Well, it has uh, Wikipedia entries. It's got character history. It's got yeah, it's m- kind of different movies and TV shows. There's a show called DC Daily that's put out every day. So it's like their new show hosted by Tiffany Smith. Um, and then there are times where like you can, uh, it'll be like, uh, want to read the first, uh, if you're watching something, be like, want to read the first uh, first appearance of this character? Click here. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a good, there's a good solid foundation there of stuff. Oh, I can read comics. You can read comics, which is super fun. Yeah. It's, it's different. The point is the content they got, you know, they're, they're stretching out the content for the year. And then by that point, if Disney service comes out, you know, then what's going to happen? Will, will this have enough steam? Will everyone just <laughs> leave this and go to that one? Will this look horrible compared to that one? They should put all their comics on here. Well, they they update the comics uh, yeah, it's pretty like, it's frequently. Like, oh, the full DC Comics digital library will be able for purchase in October. Oh. So they release stuff, but then if you want to buy some stuff, buy it later this month. You know, if you have this, you can go back and read uh, the good tit- new Teen Titans, Marvel and George Perez, like good Titan shit and remember how how awesome it is. Before hey, you know what? It's not the show. I can't hate on this. This is a valid attempt. All right, that's it for the news. We're gonna take a quick break, play some promos, and we'll be back with the Irony Fist season two review right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hello, this is Storycrafter Mike from the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast, and you're listening to the, the Jack and Nerd Podcast. Hey, Michael, between the two of us. I think I am the jock. You're actually more like Rug Boy. Nope, I am Totes the jock. Okay, then who are the Pittsburgh Steelers? A marauding band of aliens who use giant laser cutters to carve off a slice of Pennsylvania to take back to their own world. Hey, Rug Boy, if you want to come moonlight on our show, we just had an opening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get you back to your podcasty goodness now in a minute. First, we'd like to take a second to tell you about our marginally better podcast, the 365 Flicks Podcast. I am the Scottish Whedon Whore Chris. And I am the Pissy X Video Stalker Kev. And we bring you the latest movie and TV news, reviews and rants. All that and a bunch of top fives that you really will not care about. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Libsyn and all other third-party podcasting apps and on top of all that you'll get free access to our indie talk you'll hear us speaking with directors producers actors comic book creators and artists about their experiences don't forget to drop us five stars and follow us on the facebook's and the twitters told them not to go in the water hey listeners sign up to our awesome fan club visit jockinner.com slash patreon and uh, you'll end up supporting the show, helping us out. We will appreciate it, but you're going to get tons of bonus content. There's hours of bonus audio on that platform. Do what our newest patron did. Shout out to our latest fan club member, Keith and Denkinger. Nerd. Keith and a woman? No, uh, no, I think he's a man. I could okay. be wrong, though. There's a name. Uh, Keith could go either way. Keith he's in the he's in the Facebook group. You can ask him yourself, Anthony. What's the Facebook group? <laughs> Jock and Nerd Nation. Uh, look, he's, uh, he came in at 10 bucks a month, Anthony. You know what that means? That's awesome. That means he gets to get early release of the show. He gets bonus content. Keith, and the stickers are on the way. And you get to pick a movie for us to review. We really got to start reviewing more movies. Choose wisely. 
Yeah, we got a, we got a whole bunch of orders I to fill. I keep telling you, Imran, just pick one. All right. Pick the next one, and I'll watch it. I, of course, I got to do all the work and making a decision. Course, God man. damn it. Fine. Make the we, decision. We, hey, just look. Don't worry, everyone. Your movies will be reviewed. Sign up right now. Uh, 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 there was no jock talk this week, Anthony, like you said. But I'm since, sorry, but there's a lot of other good stuff. There's good stuff. There was an hour-long post-show from last week. <laughs> was it an hour long? Yes. Holy fuck. And since you called me out on uh, uh, doing a review of that movie, Split, I posted really quick Split review and then a couple other things I've watched on television just randomly that I kind of liked. So there is that to enjoy right now. I may do something every week. Like here's some stuff I watched this week. We should, we should definitely do stuff every week because it's super easy and it's more content. For value. Yes. For value. If you're getting, there's so much con- like, I don't even, I wouldn't call it good content, <laughs> but there's so much content on our Patreon now. Like listen, dollar a month. That's it. It's quantity over quality here. You guys know that that's how we roll. And we're going to do these reviews. I swear we will. And some of them are just going to be Patreon only. So you're going to have to you're gonna want to sign up, pony up that dollar to listen to, to our review. Anth- of- Anthony's uh, opinions on uh, the sh- the show. What was that one? The Showmaster? The Ringmaster? Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. Yeah, I got The Greatest uh, Showman. Yeah, we're going to watch a musical. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> That's a great I've movie. seen that, but I got to rewatch it for a... Uh, and then there's other shit too, right? We will get it There's done. A whole fucking list. Sign up now, jockandrew.com slash Patreon. Okay, let's get into Marvel's Iron Fist Season 2. Here's your spoiler. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. You know, we talked about how this season had the biggest, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it the biggest season to season sophomore bump. It went from 13% to 33%. Really? Yay. Yes. That's it? Or 50. No, it was like at, what is it at now? It went from 13 to 50, I think. It was a 33% increase. Wow, that's still not that great. It's still not that great. It wasn't huge, but it was the biggest from the first season where it was at uh, 13%. Rotten Tomatoes, sorry, 53%. The first season was 13%. This one, 53%, five out uh, out of 10 so still not fresh, but apparently an improvement. This this season we had a new showrunner. That dude Scott Bach is out. Fuck Scott Bach. He sucks. Uh, Raven Metzner comes to us from Sleepy Hollow. Uh, show ran this one in a season where it's mostly about Danny Rand uh, questioning whether he needs to be the Iron Fist or not. Now Anthony, you were uh, fisted most recently. Super recently, as in like. 10 minutes before we started recording. Nice. Just nice. So you just yeah. watched the last episode. Let's get your uh, uh, initial reaction. What'd you think? And we'll dive in. Did into you hit it. that spoiler button? Uh, I did. Spoiler alert. It pays attention, pay attention when they're on the show. You know, I was actually just scrolling through Patreon and looking at all the cool content we There's have. There's a lot of great stuff there. Um, Sign up today. Iron Fist Season 2. So if you listen to Iron Fist Season 1 review, you'll know that I did not think that was a very good show. This is better. (laughs) (laughs) It is not complete shit. I wouldn't say it's great, but it kept me engaged. I enjoyed a lot of what I saw. And uh, overall, I mean, I wasn't not enthralled, but I was uh, whelmed by the storyline enough to want to keep going and not fucking hate watch this. (laughs) Um, It wasn't a chore as much as the first one And by the end of it, there was some interesting stuff that they did. And... uh, Danny's a lot better. Um, he's not the best, but he's a lot better character. Colleen really steps up in this show. Davos is a is a villain. Yeah, he's a bad <laughs> he's guy. He's, he's a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, he's not, it, like for the most part, there's no nothing except 
I kind of get a little. I'm still a little eh on like Ward and Joy's side story stuff. Yeah, at least they um, weren't in fucking boardrooms for half of the episodes. Right. And I, I, I don't like that. There's some nitpicks that I have that we'll get into, but overall, I thought it was all right. I thought it was, I, I thought it was a step in the right direction. I don't think, I still don't think uh, Finn Jones is all that uh, great as an actor. No. Um, and I don't think they, they, they're getting better with who Iron Fist is, but. He wasn't anything like he was in Luke Cage. No. He was super chill and like super fun. Like they're still playing up the melodramatic stuff of like, well, my friend, I gotta save my friend, yeah, and yeah. blah 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 blah. Like, let's just have fun with it. Yeah. But overall, it's a step in the right direction. And if there was a third season to come out, I'd be way more intrigued to watch it than I was after the end of the first. Mm, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, everyone says it's it's better. Obviously, it can't be worse. Was it enough to make it a good show? I'm not sure. I think the last two episodes kind of saved the season. Uh, I This is what I loved. I loved all the supporting cast. What you said is completely, I agree. Finn Jones is the worst actor in this whole bucket thing. <laughs> Everyone around him is so much better. When Simone Missick's Misty Knight comes in, she has like this weight that you're like, oh, oh, this is now here's someone that's really good. Like it really adds some gravitas to the scene. But I thought uh, Jessica Henwick as Colleen, did great. The guy playing Davos did a really good job. Uh, I love Ward Meacham. I liked him the first season, and I kind of I, I I like him this season because like Who? Ward, uh, Ward jo- yeah. yeah, and uh, Joy was all right too. But you had a lot of great female characters. Uh, you know, they were picking up with Joy hiring Davos to steal the Iron Fist, and it was a lot of like hot potato with the Iron Fist. Let's not forget about the best new character. Uh, Alice Eve as yeah. Mary Walker. Wow. She was clearly for me the best. And like she, every time she was on screen, I was captivated by her playing, having a playing typhoid Mary who has disassociative personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Or DID. Yep. What is it called? Yep. Did this is, and you know, what's funny. That was when I watched split. That's about that too. It reminded me of Mary a lot in this episode. Disassociative identity. I, okay, identity. And which is a real thing, but it doesn't right. quite do what it does in Split. She is every time she is on screen, I she is like the complete wild card. She, you don't know like, what's you gonna don't happen. Know what the yep. fuck, yeah, yep. you're literally yep. like uh, whoa, what what is she going to do? She every time you throw her in, she's like the show is very still much focused on the Iron Fist and Kun Lun and all this mysticism and friendship. And she is basically like the just throwing in like that spice yeah. into this fucking yeah. show. Or it's like, whoa, like, you're like what? Just came yeah. you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it, and you know, her motivation, it seemed a little flip floppy. Like, first she was helping Joy uh, and Davos get Danny, and then she was helping Joy take down Davos. It's just like, who, I guess whoever hires her is who she's going to be behind. I'm excited about that reveal at the end where there may be a third altar in oh, her. Oh, it's definitely a third. There's a character called Bloody Mary in the comics that's like a super violent, crazy version of Typhoid Mary. Like it's another. So they may I mean, be there's levels that. to type. They're, right now, they're just going with her being like a black ops soldier with DID. But um, if they get real comic booky with it, you know, she can get telekinetic. Real fucking crazy. She's like, in Sokovia too, which yeah. I thought was interesting. They said all that in Sokovia. Yeah, they can do some crazy shit with. It. I really enjoyed Typhoid. Man. I want more of her. I wanted uh, way more of this character because uh, you didn't know what she was going to do. I love how Danny actually learned at the end and like caused her to switch back to Mary, Mary. with the water and the and the flashing. Yep. 
I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. Uh, he fucking learned something. He, something he can't punch, finally. Right. <laughs> well, no, she was great. Yeah, she was definitely definitely stand out. What did you think of the fight scenes this time around? A lot better. A lot better. I mean, they're still not um, like, wow. Yeah. Um, I was. You know, I would hope for a while, but way better. That It's not multiple cut scenes over, you know, quick cuts, not 35 cuts in not like Catwoman. 20 seconds. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, they did the same thing in the first it, season. It looks like, like Catwoman. Finn Jones and Jessica Henwick and dude that plays Davos. Um, they all at least took some choreography lessons and yep, really got to yep. learn the care, like how to at least fight believably. So yeah, it was a lot better. I enjoyed I also, the fight scenes. I read that, uh, uh, Finn Jones and the guy who played Davos did the majority of their scenes themselves. Yeah, like, it looks like it. There's, there's not know, a lot of like cut away where there's no, not them. Yeah. So, and Henwick, Jessica Henwick, I thought her fighting style was, was really good. Like, so I want to see daughters of the dragon. Her and Simone Missick teaming up uh, was great. They have great chemistry. I love the, the the relationships, like Danny's relationship with Ward and Joy's relationship with Davos and Danny's relationship with Colleen. That like in the third episode, just that dinner scene was like very compelling. Like I kind of enjoyed a lot of that stuff. Yeah, the dinner but scene was good. I felt did you I still kind of felt like it was too long, even though it was only ten episodes. Really? There was parts of it that were I was falling asleep during parts of it. And yeah. it wasn't because it was late. Like a lot of it was there was really boring parts. But then stuff yeah. would happen. I, I enjoyed that it was 10 episodes. I can't imagine how they could have stretched this to 13. Right? It still seemed like but, it was stretched. But it's still, yeah, I agree. It still seemed a little stretched. Like they didn't have even 10 stories. Like that's why I'm saying like the story was compelling, but it wasn't like this super mind blowing, like, oh my God, we're on this journey and um, the story has something to say about something. I wasn't, I didn't feel any of that. No, I just no. felt like it's just right, there. Well, yeah, it was just, just a, there. You know, yeah. That you know the the conflict between Davos and um, Danny's gonna happen. We're just waiting for it. Like we're oh, just waiting, waiting. Yeah. Right? Like when is this gonna happen? You know he's gonna switch. Like, some of the stuff with the training of Danny. Yeah. Kind of for me, kind of fell flat. Yeah. Um, well, you like know, on were, the ba- when the back end after yeah, he loses like, it. Like towards yeah. the back end, like Davos is out killing people, and yeah. we, we're cutting to Danny like training with training Colleen. With Colleen. Well, it's he, like we, why aren't we? But when, <laughs> He like jump in like shouldn't someone be trying to but stop? But he like this? smashed his leg with his red That's iron true. fist. That I was, don't know. Was that just... was sick. And also, Davos had two iron fists. He had two fists. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he could two fist it. I what did you think of the flashback scenes? I kind of like that they were more into the mythology. It was a lot more of the mythology in the iron fist. There's been many iron fists, you know, and they're and the, and they're kind of. I liked yeah the, the mythology stuff is way more interesting than just yep. random shots of Kunlun. Yeah, in the snow yep. like this. This yep. was a, actually made Kunlun feel like a real place. Yeah. Um. So I enjoyed like the mythology. I enjoyed that multiple iron fists. I enjoyed that there was a dead iron fist that Davos uses to create through the spell. Um. I don't know where he found those fucking women. The tattoo <laughs> women were interesting. I. I mean, I kind of love the thing where you needed a blood from a present iron fist and the yeah. skin from an older iron fist, and that's the ink skin to the, the skin tattoo. from the tattoo. Yeah, the skin from the tattoo, and then you got to do this move still, and then you get the power. I just found it funny that like these random three women can do this thing. Yeah, he finds them. Yeah, and like when Danny and uh, Colleen confront them, they just happen to also know martial arts and fight. <laughs> oh, that's right. She kicks their ass. Yeah. And also there was a lot like for a, a large part of the back half, like it was just about a bowl. Like, yeah, that we was weird get, too. They got to get the bowl. That was Where's weird the too. Bowl? Like we, we, we got to find this bowl. Like yes. we got to get the, yeah, that's like, 
It's all about finding a it's bowl. When you think about it, it's like not that compelling. <laughs> Although the, some of the some of the great shock scenes, like when Davos pushes Joy off the fucking railing, I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't see that. I saw. I coming. saw that coming. Well, I knew he was going to do something. The tension was great there. But yeah, Davos isn't him. Davos is is done as best as he can be with that actor. Yep. My yep. only issue with Davos is, and this is just personal preference. I just wish a bigger guy was playing he's, him. He's pretty tiny. He's such a small dude. Yeah. Like he he definitely has a good physical charisma and seem yeah. can seem intimidating, but yeah. Me personally, I just can't buy that this little ass dude is is like this motherfucking killer. And they just all my preference. They just they kind of like they almost had a good villain and they kind of ruined it at the end. Like the part where he's training the kids and he's like, I'm gonna do better than what Danny Rand could do, except I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little murdery to get things done. A little more of an edge, but then all of a sudden he just turns into like a, your typical bland villain. Yeah, uh, in they, the last they, two episodes, they had a real chance there to make him. He could have been like Kilgrave or something. Villain. Yeah, not even Kilgrave. They could have made him like a nuance. Like they could have basically made him the Punisher because that's what he was. Oh yeah. Up until he gets to uh, Mister Yip. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. It's something Yip, right? Yeah, yeah. Henry and, Yip, something. and he kills Henry Yip. Yeah, just. Because Henry Yip won't swear, uh, swear allegiance to him, yeah. And then at that point, I'm just like, okay, now he's just you're now he's just obviously a villain. Like, yeah, you could have played yeah, it where he's yeah. just killing, um, you know, gang members the entire time, right? And like training these this group of kids to also kill gang members and protect, but like yeah. in, a, in a in a violent way, yeah. And that would have been way, a little bit yeah. more compelling to see, like, yeah. okay, yeah. like Danny's got to stop this guy. He's basically protecting the bad guys from this this guy that is kind of doing the right thing, but also yeah. doing it in the wrong way. Like I think yeah. that would have been a much more compelling uh, villain rather than okay, well Davos is now just basically crazy. Yeah, he's just he just, a, he's yeah. just a fucking a murderous zealot. Yeah, he becomes one dimensional in the last. He two become, he becomes episodes. basically a terrorist. Yeah, for no <laughs> yeah for no reason. Um, I mean, I could see his reasoning, but I just think there was a better like they. They could have made that him a little bit more nuanced and someone that you don't easily go, okay, he's just obviously bad. I mean, I like the whole time when he's like, you don't deserve this, you know, and, you know, you see in the fight where his dad calls it and and gives it to Danny and it's a, it's personal. So that he, he feels like good. he didn't. Danny didn't win. He cheated. Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't actually. Because Danny used the sunlight. Oh, that's right. Danny used the sunlight and his mom was like. Uh, you got uh, helping Danny. Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think the last two episodes they got crazy? Do you think uh, they saved the season? Because I kind of love those last two episodes. The last two episodes were good. I, I yeah. I wasn't expecting that they were gonna basically play hot potato with the fist. Right. That was a little, uh, but, that was a little weird. Um, I enjoyed that. I, I thought it was a little clunky that the way they got it to Colleen, but I enjoyed that Colleen and by the end of it has the fist. She's got like, the white glowy fist. Yeah. At first I was like, she, she doesn't want it. Right. And I, and I don't understand why she doesn't want it. And then like, she makes a complete turn and just is like, okay, well I need to sacrifice some things. I definitely need to help. Yeah. Give it to me. Well, I bought that because the kid died. Her buddy, yeah. BB, when BB she, got killed, she's like, okay, then she's like, them. you know what? Give it to me. I didn't buy Danny's whole struggle. Like, that's why I just don't think he's good at like that kind of inner 
inner tension like that, that the fist is taking over him yeah, and I didn't, I didn't see any of that I didn't get any of that like a little bit but they could, he could have played that up a lot more I, did, I didn't like that more because every it seems like every villain or every good guy like yeah. Luke Cage and yeah, he loses his powers he doesn't think he needs to be the, well that not only that but yeah. like Luke Cage and both Luke Cage and Matt Murdock in their series yeah. like start to just enjoy the violence too much yeah. and now yeah. like Danny's doing the same thing I just felt like they're they're copying what they've already established with well, the other and two that, You know, that was one of my other... And this is something Mark Bernardin said on Fat Man on Batman, and I agree, and I'm going to totally steal it. Like, steal it. They, all the shows, while they're consistent in tone, they're almost too similar. It's getting boring. Uh, where the, the beauty of having these four different separate characters is like one show... Like Luke Cage almost did it, where it's like all black exploitation fun stuff. But one can be does they don't all have to be so self serious about do I deserve this power? I can't yeah, help. That's it's true. all the same shit every fucking show, every season. Yeah, I mean Jessica Jones kind of stands out from that, but uh Iron Fist definitely has that uh Daredevil feel, like a Daredevil light feel. Yeah. Where it's it's just not as good. I there was one other thing that kind of like well, just a random thing, but it was Something that was bothering me is when Davos is in the community center and like yeah. they're ganging up like the Tatchets and the the Triads, and, yeah, yeah and the, the Tigers, triads. yeah. I'm like, if they all just pulled out their guns, <laughs> just shoot him, just shoot him. He's, he's not being right there. He's not being stealthy. He's just yeah. walking towards you, yeah. and then fighting you in hand to hand combat until he punches your face off, like. The one part where the guy like closes the door and yeah, like, and fights he, the guy one on one, takes like, his jacket off. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I mean, I mean, that's cool, but I was like, dude, why are you fighting him with swords? <laughs> it, you got guns. Just shoot them. It's he's got the iron fist, but you can still shoot the motherfucker. He's dude. not gonna be able to dodge a million bullets coming no. at him. Yeah, that's that was a the good only point. thing. I was like, why is he this like fucking murderous Terminator? Like he's not being. It wasn't like he was hiding in the shadows and like stealthily picking these people off. He's yeah, literally he's like the Terminator. He's, he's yeah. walking in the front door, Nobody killing everybody, walking yeah. out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That was the yeah. only thing that makes sense. He punched that dude Among and other exploded things, his that head. One, I mean, that was kind of cool. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, so let's talk about the ending and where, where they left us for season three. Uh, Danny gives up the thing. So Colleen is now protecting uh, Harlem and Hell's Kitchen and Here, New let me, York, let me run through it. Yeah. Because I remember it. Yeah, you just saw it. <laughs> so Danny has given up the fist. Yeah. And he is m- moved or a temporary relocated to Asia with Ward. With Ward, who he talks him into going with him. Who he talks to because... I love that. He wants to find out more about the history of the Iron Fist. Right. Um, specifically that body. Well, who, who shipped that the, dead body the dead to body Davos? dead body that Davos used, yes. Yeah. Ward since Ward is with him, has a baby that... Um, oh yeah, what's going to happen to that baby? That his his baby mama won't let yeah. him father because he's a complete fuck-up. Yeah. Um, he tried to make right, and she's like, nah, it's fine. Colleen Wing is the only Iron Fist, although temporarily, as we see, Danny now has the Iron... Colleen Wing is now the Iron Fist in New York, and she can use that fist to then... Power put her into sword. her katana. Yeah. So she's now sick. the protector and yeah. she has become a, officially a daughter of a dragon because she has the dragon in her, which yeah. is the Iron Fist. Yep. Um, and it looks like uh, she was also directly related to the first woman Iron Fist. Yes, there's a lot of cool name dropping here. So maybe it's, it becomes the realization that maybe Danny's destiny isn't be, not to be the Iron Fist, but it is now, it is actually Colleen's destiny to have become the Iron Fist. It is not chance that they met but it's now fate 
that, that Danny was, was the one to pass along the Iron Fist to her. I, I love that. That was great. The Pirate Queen of uh, Ping Hei Bay, that story. Defeats the Steel Servant. Yeah, it's Wu Aoshi, which is a female Iron Fist from the comics. So and I also. Like that. That was cool. And at the end, they 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 name drop Orson Randall yep, as the guy the, who shipped the body. He was the first World War One Iron Fist. He was the first one. foreign Iron Fist. Oh, the first foreign. He is the Iron Fist of World War One. So my question is, how the fuck did he get the Iron Fist back? And now he can transfer it to bullets. What was the if fucking two guns? The guy shoots at him. He Danny Rand has two guns and he Iron Fist the bullets to stop the bullet in midair. I, I think I read online. What that the shit was that? Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Welles. Orson Randall. Orson Welles. The aliens are coming. Yeah. Uh, Orson Randall. Um, those are his guns, apparently, and he oh. was able to do that with his Iron Those Fist. Those are their World War One Iron Fist guns. But, oh, um, I get it. Also, it looks like they're building towards the Daughters of the Dragon show as um, Colleen and a ton of Misty Knight in this series. Yeah, that's great. And we're also going to get uh, Typhoid Mary is probably going to come back, maybe not, maybe in an Iron Fist, maybe in something else, but she is definitely crazy. And there's, I would a, there's a third personality to her that's coming out. There's a third altar in there. I would love to see a Daughters of the Dragon. Also, remember, uh, was it uh, Louis Paz wrote in about uh, Blind Spot? Sam Chung uh, was in the show. He, he was the guy at the community center. That was Sam. Remember, she's like Sam, the guy running the center. Oh. I think that's Sam Chung, so he could possibly. Sam Chung? He turns into this, uh, this superhero Blind Spot that works oh. with Daredevil. He's from Daredevil. Also, Typhoid Mary, Daredevil character, so they're yeah. pulling a lot of. But, you know, it felt like a lot of the same world. I kind of love the crossovers. Like, you, in Luke Cage and this, you see uh, uh, Simone Missick and Colleen Wing. I was just wondering Rand. what the hell Simone Missick is doing in Chinatown. <laughs> she Isn't came she supposed to be in Harlem? Look, dude, the New York, you take a fucking train down, it's fine. There, she, was some, there was some, I mean, I like Simone some Missick. She some pork, and uh, she ran into them. I like, it, I like Simone Missick. There's a lot of, like, weird, though, like, how the fuck is she able to, like, cover this much for them? Like, <laughs> she's, like she's, uh, they're able to just <laughs> capture Davos, and she's just going to be like, okay, and now uh, I, like, just take them back to your apartment, and I'll she's trust like, get you. get them out of here. I'll cover or, like, for you guys. she's, like, cool with just Joy Meacham and... Uh, Alice or not Alice? Yeah, there Eve. was some illegal shit. Ma- going yeah, there's there. so much illegal shit that yeah. she was just cool with, like Mary just being in their apartment, and then like she's going after Davos in the warehouse, but she goes in by herself. It's like, yeah, where's what, the back? What are you doing? Why don't and, you just bring in the back? Like, why are you trying to be a hero like this? And they wanted to make uh, her there's chief a lot of, of weird police. Stuff. Please, there's still. I mean, the writing <laughs> is better, but it's still um, there's some questionable dialogue. Yeah, and there's more just like. When you think about it, you're like, Wait, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Some that of it doesn't, doesn't. Doesn't make sense. Like, you know who we didn't see that we're not going to see? Rosario Dawson as Claire Temple. I think she's I think done. She's done with the whole They universe. mentioned her and they're like, oh, she's she's not around. Yeah. Her and Luke Cage had a falling out. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. So you think it does deserve a season three? I kind of, at the by yeah. the end, I would be in a kind of, but I'd rather see like a Daughters of the Dragon or a Heroes for Hire. With a Luke and uh, and Danny Rand. Yeah, together. you know, Daughters of Dragon would be cool. Um, Iron Fist season three, if they're, I don't know what kind of, I, I was I was gonna say I don't know. Uh, I want it to be like where he's just fucking traveling all over Asia. Yeah, but I remember that scene in Iron Fist season one where they shot in China, quotes China, and it was oh, like yeah, it some was like dock the Bronx, in, yeah, in the Bronx, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, it doesn't look like China. <laughs> so. I don't know. I, I think there's some interesting, like the the mysticism and like the 
the they're really embracing now the um, comic book stuff, and yeah. I, I I'd be interested to see where they go with the history of the Iron Fist, all the different people that were Iron Fist. Maybe Orson Randall was is now a bad guy and responsible. Mm-hmm. They still haven't resolved mm-hmm. why Kun Lun is gone. Yeah, that's true. You know, and maybe Davos yeah. has a redemption arc. So there's still some stuff they can mine there. There is some stuff. I did I did love the mythology. I would love to see some more of that. And maybe Finn Jones gets better. I think I got, it's I got the writing, there, man. There, there's one cheesy thing, though. Well, a couple yeah. of cheesy things. But yeah, the one that it, I is fresh in my mind is, although I knew it was going to happen, it played out super cheesy. When Colleen and Davos are fighting towards the end, yeah, and they both punch fists at the same time. Oh, yeah, the effect like, came off really cheesy, and it, and it, bl- it throws them both back. Well, it's just like, oh, look at these lighting fists, fists about to hit. It's so Boom. glowing, yeah, Boing, and it was all sli- yeah. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, overall, I don't mean to hate as much. It's not, it's still not great, but it's better. It's better, <laughs> and but I what- liked, and I like, and I actually could say I liked it. So was it? Do you think it was better enough? to uh make it good i would go with it's 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 good it's okay, <laughs> okay. it's okay. okay it's okay well, where would you rank this in the marvel shows and is this still the worst netflix show out of all of them i mean it's the worst one i mean it's the worst one still yeah it's still the worst one the fr- it's probably i have it probably better than it's better I think than the first I have it on the first season i think i have it right on par with the first season of luke cage maybe a little better oh well, the first really? season of luke cage was like half that season was really good and then it took a turn. So I have it above Iron Fist season one, above Daredevil, or no, not above Daredevil, wow, above Defenders. <laughs> oh, and above like Defenders. Right around where Luke Cage season one is and then everything else is above that. I, I will put this, man, I don't know. I, this is Wag like- one. Wagwan, what's that? I love that. Luke Cage season two. I will put the second to the last, maybe tie with Defenders. That's where I'd put it. Out of all of them. Last? Second to last uh, in first of seasons. Like well, the first season of Iron Fist. I mean, Fist, it's, definitely it's up worst. against a lot of pretty okay yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's got a it's got a long <laughs> way to go, but good effort. Uh, they, you know, I read an interview and the guy's like, basically, we have to restart this whole show. Like they did a lot to undo the shitty shit from the first season that took up like half a season, and then they just kind of restarted Danny Rand's arc. So. You know, if you haven't seen the first season, I think you could just dive in and watch this, and it doesn't really matter. That I mean, much. he's a lot better character in this season than he. I mean, the first season, he was a fucking baby. He's just a petulant a child. Man yeah. child. Yes. This one, he at least is kind of taking responsibility and being a bit more mature. Like, okay, I don't deserve the fist. Like, the the writers are realizing that maybe Finn Jones isn't the best, yeah, and Jessica got, Henwick yeah. might be the real yeah. star. So they let's leaned on move her. This yes. over to her. They leaned on her a lot. Also, the majority of the time, he has no idea what's going on in his character. He always has that perplexed look on his face. Like, he's finding out. He's the last one to find out. I just think he's not the greatest actor. I think, I think the, the main problem with the show is is not only him, but I think him, Joy, and Ward. Like, Ward is sometimes interesting. Like, his addicts, like, addiction stuff can be a little bit compelling. Yeah. And, and it rings true, like, as, as an addict for someone that could be an addict like he his some of that stuff looks like and feels right yeah but yeah. like he's not always that interesting and joy is not interesting so that's yeah. like three quarters of yeah. like your top four people that are not always the most interesting people or I, so there's something about ward that i just find really fascinating i love seeing turk again that was I do a great like scene. ward i mean yeah. I, overall i like ward i think he, yeah. I, turk is every time i see turk, turk is i the fucking best. laugh he's the guy that should be in every he, season he he 
should be Rosario Dawson. Yes, that's what I think. He <laughs> should be the running all the time. I love that he. I love that like every time they need a gun or like yeah. someone's looking for info, he's always there. He's and like, it's like, yeah, man, it's always you know, funny. It's I got what you need, man. What do you think? It's this turkey talking to. So what kind of gun? What kind of bullets do you want? <laughs> the good bullets. Yeah. Good okay, guy. here's a box of the there good bullets. Go. The good stuff. He's got he had armor piercing rounds and oh yeah, I like oh, and also and then Ward's just like remember keep your shoulders down yeah. and keep your bend your knees when you're swaying. So, and then he was like and then he's like trying it after. I love Turk. Turk was great, but again, I wish uh, the, they would shift tone in some of these and just make one that's just completely like a different tone. Yeah, why not? I agree. Like it's getting too similar. They should have made they like it doesn't have to be so serious all the time. Like Iron Fist should be a much more fun show. Yeah. Um like like his appearance in Luke Cage the second yes. season. Like he was so funny. Which like, it comes when he's fucking yeah. looking at the pipes and he picks out the dragon one, he's like, This is my favorite. And he's like, You smoke? <laughs> <laughs> I want to like, see. like or like the little stuff. Like he gets in the barber shop and he takes off his fucking shoes yeah. and sits yeah. Indian style in the barber's chair. Again, that's all in the writing. You yeah. just gotta get the person to write it that way. Uh, but look, we don't have to wait long to get probably uh, Daredevil season three looks better than the second season. It may even be better than the first. I season. hope that looks amazing. Holy shit. It looks amazing. So we got through this and we're getting that in uh, shortly in two weeks. Uh, all right, let's get to the mailbag. Before we do Straps that, ourselves in you fucks. Spoil it. Oh, wait, that's not no, it. We already did that. Oh, uh, but if you uh, listener, you want to buy some merch, you want a T-shirt, you want a geek boner T-shirt, spoiler time or the logo, you want to wear a rug boy. There is a sale going on at our shop. Jockinerd.com slash shop. We'll take you to our T public online store. October 10th to 14th this week, 30% off everything. You'll get $14 tees. Now, I'd say buy these. We don't really get a lot of money from the shirts, but you are helping us out by advertising the show. Just wear the shirt. Go around. People are going to be like, what the fuck is that? And then you can turn them onto the show. That, that's awesome. That's why you should buy buy all this merch. Buy it now. Buy it. Buy it all. You During can wear sale. one of our faces on your fucking chest. You can wear all, or of, somewhere our, else. Or all of our faces. Uh, we got a bunch of uh, voicemails and emails. Let's start. I'm going to go in order. That I've been saving these for like two weeks. So a lot of stuff on old episodes. We're going to start with Lewis Paz. What's up, guys? It's Lewis. Uh, great watch and review. Um, I personally think it was a really good movie. Um, a great movie. I know. I guess that doesn't really coincide with what you guys think about it. But, I mean, I never had any kind of preconceived notion um, going in, um, I didn't read any of the source material or the uh, original comic book. So it was my first exposure ever to that kind of uh, story. So I, I came away with it. Um, really happy. I thought it was a great movie, but whatever, that's irrelevant. <laughs> um, dude, I wanted to know what you guys think about the space jam sequel oh. uh, with LeBron James yeah. starring in it and Ryan Coogler, um, trying to direct this thing i just think it's kind of crazy because i didn't think we live in a world where bugs bunny and the looney tunes were still relevant i mean for me sure of course uh nostalgia no problem but uh today today in today's day and age i mean i just i don't see them being relevant with uh I feel like if I ask a five-year-old, hey, man, you know what Looney Tune who Bugs Bunny is, and they're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Thanks for the comment, Lewis. 
Coogler isn't directing. No, producing. He's producing, but yeah. it does star LeBron James, and it's a remake, and it's being directed by. I don't know if it's a remake or a Tarant- sequel. I don't or, really know. Or, 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 or a requel. Yeah. Terrence Nass is is directing. I got uh, some thoughts. What, yeah. What do you think about? Here's what. If you wonder what Coogler's been up to, this is what he's doing. First off, uh, as far as uh, Watchmen. Appreciate the feedback. I actually didn't have any preconceived notions because I never read the comics. So yeah. just want to clarify. Not that wasn't. I don't think it was directed towards me. I think it was you and Rugs. So well, I like that. Uh, that's what he thought, having not read the comic. Because that's what I was really curious. Like, what would someone think if they never read this? Well, and uh, you heard it worked. my thoughts. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, but it worked better for him, I guess. He, yeah, uh, and I can yeah. see how you can really. It's, like a, it's that one movie. of those uh, movies where either you really liked it or you or you yep. maybe you weren't so hot on it. Zack Snyder, do it um, every time. Space Jam. This movie's been like rumored forever. Like LeBron. So for you, Imran, Michael Jordan, best player of all time, biggest icon. Like LeBron James is I've like heard of him. a bit like almost is basically second now. Okay. Like he is the guy. So like they've, they've been rumored to like have a LeBron James Space Jam movie for a while, probably four right. or five years. Right. Um, so it's finally happening. Uh, 2015. They've crazy. Been talking about like, this. I agree. Yeah. Like the Looney Tunes. What the fuck? But Shit, man! If they're ever gonna make a Space Jam two, LeBron is the guy. I don't know what kind of fucking actor he is, but all time great soundtrack. Space Jam is a big part of my childhood. <laughs> um, I enjoyed that movie as a kid, so uh, I think nostalgia factor might be nice for me. Yeah, yeah. I was I was nine years old. It made two hundred thirty million dollars worldwide. Larry it Bird. Great. It was Charles so far. Such a fun movie. So, would you want to see cameos from other? There's, of course, going to be more basketball players in it, like the first. I would movie. love to see. Who would you I, put in there? I mean, you got to have Michael Jordan in there. Oh as a yes, cameo. you need Jordan cameo. Yes, but you got to do it with modern. Like, so the the first Space Jam had Charles Barkley, Sean Bradley, Patrick Ewing, Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bogues. You got you got Bill Murray, Larry Bird. Um, you got to oh, have Bill like, Murray lot, was in it. That's right. Yeah, you got to have a lot of the like nor, like the famous people, the famous players from right now. Like, who's the, that? I mean, you got to you got to put like Joel Embiid. You got to put. Um, fuck. Maybe Dwayne Wade. Maybe Kevin Durant. Steph Curry. Like maybe not all those guys. They might not be able to get all those guys. But I mean, you got to get those. You got to do it the same way they did it back then. They got all the the old the all the players that were good in during that day. And put them in. It was. I mean, it was a, the movie wasn't great. It was just right. a ridiculous story of aliens coming over and taking over uh, the bodies of these players and playing against uh, Michael Jordan's team for like Earth or something. I don't know. I mean, what, like, matter. when you get athletes to act, like you, you got to walk in knowing, okay, these are athletes. Yeah, so they're trying to get them to act. To be it's not going to be smooth. Uh, but I think, look, as far as Bugs Bunny being relevant, uh, you know, I don't know. Growing up, uh, there was always, I feel like these are timeless characters. You had Disney and yeah. the Mickey Mouse, and then you had Warner Brothers and their whole cast of characters. And Warner, the Disney, the Warner Brother characters were a little more edgier. They're a little more snarky. Uh, so I loved, you know, Roadrunner and Coyote and the Bugs uh, Bunny stuff. I think they're even, timeless. Even for me, I mean, growing up, the Disney characters and the the, the Looney Tunes, yeah, were like one in one a. Like I didn't know that I didn't know that that one was more popular. I thought they were both like. And sometimes I get them fucking confused. I'd yeah, be like no, is Donald Duck or Daffy Duck? Yeah, but like yeah. So yeah. I think all these characters for me are are still relevant. I don't know how kids feel about them now. I always loved it. It's like it was kind of like Disney and Marvel. It was Warner Brothers in DC. Like the, the the Warner Brothers was a little like it was meant a little more for adults, more inside inside jokes, and it was like a little dig at uh, 
the wholesome DC characters at the time. So I, you know, the, I'm sure they played like Warner Brothers cartoons on TV all the time for kids. So I still think they're kind of you can make them relevant again. Very timeless. Also, I read uh, Michael B. Jordan starring in a new Tom Clancy Rainbow Six film series, which that sounds kind of cool for Paramount. What's that? Uh, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is going to be in uh, Tom Clancy. <laughs> I you totally blacked out on that you one. You know what? Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> I got an email from uh, listener Josh McLinney. It's kind of long. We're going to pause. He goes, what's up to who I'm, whomever is listening? I'm about to bring up some stuff from some older episodes, but I thought you all may enjoy it. A couple of episodes ago, the new Eminem album was discussed, and I love Kamikaze and the banter about it between you guys. I enjoyed the music talk. Maybe some music updates sporadically when it involves any geekery. Anyway, Anthony mentioned Eminem being an old grump shitting on all these young rappers. M actually came out and said that people constantly complained that they wanted the old Eminem back. Then when he raps the way he used to, people say he needs to grow up and act his age. So Kamikaze was a big old fuck you to the mumble rappers as well as the hypocrites bashing him for everything he does. Let's pause there. I love fucking Kamikaze. He's still great. I'm still listening to it. I have it in my iPod. It comes up. I fucking love the songs. Uh, Anthony, but uh, more music talk. What do you think? Oh, is he asking for it? Well, he said he enjoyed the music talk. <laughs> I I, am out. I talking to myself? <laughs> I'm fucking talking I'm sorry, to myself. I, I, sent, I was sending a text. Oh, of course you are. Okay, look. Here's no, some- yeah, the the Eminem album we discussed. Yeah, so um, more music. I the thing is, is like, I don't. I listen to a lot of music, but I, I just don't really. I don't keep up. Like I think you you guys keep up more than I do. Like when new albums come out, like everyone yeah. goes crazy. Yeah, I'm not the type of let's go. Like I'm gonna fucking listen to every song on this album. I used to be like that. I'm just I not that guy. I haven't been like that in a long time. Here's some quick music talk. Did you see the SNL's uh, season premiere this season? I all I saw was Kanye dancing what around in a fuck is like Con- a water bottle, and I was look, like, "Is this a fucking joke?" What is uh, this? We we he is insane. The, yes, we look. We know he lost his mind, but I is this what the kids want? He's wearing a giant Perrier bottle. The other mumble rapper fuckers wearing a a, a Fuji Aquafina? water bottle. Oh, yeah. Like, is this going to be the new Halloween costumes? And in the video, they're wearing these giant, like, it looks like Minecraft in real. Like, what the fuck is this? What is this? What happened? I don't understand any of that. It was the most perplexing performance of a song I've ever seen. And apparently he went on like a pro-Trump rant at the end of the show. And they got got it cut off. Because he's buddies with Trump, dude. They hang out. He's gone there. And SNL is so liberal. Like... Uh, that's not the place to do that. So I don't know if that got under his skin, but wow. Yeah. Uh, he's a fucking maniac. I don't understand what he's doing. Kanye's weird, man. There was a, what's his, what's his name? Chris Evans put out a tweet about Kanye. Oh, really? Yeah. He was, uh, <laughs> he was not happy with Kanye's rant. He basically, I don't have the exact. Yeah. Let me wait. Let me pull it up. Pause. I, don't, did don't it pause. air? I guess it was somebody no, shot it and uh, they got Chris out. Chris Rock like put it out or someone. Oh, someone he must have been out. there. Yeah, let me see. Because I think somebody they like cut him off air, but somebody was there and they filmed it. And that so Kanye got went after the, the thing. Basically, yeah. meant like it was Kanye and just was like supporting Trump, and he's wearing his MAGA hat. And uh, well, yeah, he's wearing the fucking hat too. Yeah, and Chris Evans puts out because Kanye put out a, a tweet also wearing the MAGA hat and be like, "This represents good in America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs." We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisms as we abolish the 13th Amendment. 
That's what you're saying with love, and it's Kanye wearing the MAGA hat. And Chris Evans, Captain America, puts out subtweeting that there's nothing more maddening than debating someone who doesn't know history, doesn't read books, and frames their myopia as virtue. The level of unapologetic conjecture I've, I've encountered lately isn't just frustrating, it's retrogressive, unprecedented, and absolutely terrifying. So I don't he, think Kanye's all that smart, so I agree with Chris Evans. Oh, my God. So he wants to uh, change the 13th Amendment. You know what amendment that is, right? Which one was that? It's the fucking slavery amendment. Oh, yeah. he's. A I, what is he doing? He wants to change the slavery Con- amendment. Kanye's one of those guys that can't put together what's really going on in his head eloquently. Or is and, he f- and thinks he's smarter than he really <laughs> but, is? Or is he really a genius and none of us are smart enough to fucking catch up with no, him? No, I think probably I think, not. I think he can't put together a coherent thought. He can't put together what's going on in his brain coherently, and he thinks he's using then it just words comes out and like smarter than everyone. I think he, he be- actually believes he's smarter than everybody. What he really a is fucking maniac. All right, he's conti- a maniac. Continuing right, on, pay attention, Anthony. Also. I know you guys have talked a few times over cutting the cable. I have essentially done that. Comcast, fuck me, so fuck you, Comcast. Anyway, I have a streaming service called Fubo. Uh, Fubo has every sport you could think of. Football, baseball, basketball, soccer, rugby, tennis, golf, cycling, MMA. Literally everything you can think of on both collegiate and professional. You can record games or watch them live. It has a plethora of movies and TV shows. Old and new. You can be logged into four or five accounts as well to watch on the go if you need to. The only stipulation is that it's $40 a month and there's no access to games playing on ESPN. Mm. Not many games play on the actual ESPN channel, though. Personally, I think Fubo is worth it and much better than cable. I just checked, and Fubo has every Harry Potter movie, a majority of all Marvel movies, Jurassic World, newer X-Men movies, the OG Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, plus tons of non-nerdy popular movies. The list is literally endless, so if you're on the fence about cutting cable, this may be a solution. I'm going to pause here. I've never heard of Fubo. I've never heard of Fubo, but there are other cable cutters that you can look into. Fubo might be great. Not having actual ESPN for me would be kind of downer, um, but like YouTube TV, YouTube TV, YouTube Live, uh, yeah. No, YouTube TV has all oh. a lot of great channels for like oh. forty bucks a month, or oh. you, can, you can DVR as much as you want. Also, uh, one of my coworkers told me about this, but Sling is another good option for oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of where that. It's like yeah. twenty five, or there's like twenty five dollar option, a forty dollar option, forty dollars more channels. Um, so I mean, this is all. I'm definitely when I move out of my roommate's apartment because they're married and <laughs> and I feel like now I'm just there. That's not your parents? Their, no, no. Oh, I'm, talking about, okay. I'm talking about my actual hey roommates guys, who are married. Roommates. <laughs> and like when I move out. Um, are you going to have cable? I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I might have to cut the cord and just go to like one of these streaming like bundle cable sites along with like Netflix and uh, HBO On Demand and like couple other things dude uh quick side tangent fuck fucking xfinity comcast i have xfinity tuesday i called them uh but our service wasn't working the 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 box wouldn't reboot i unplugged it it's stuck in a loop i call them tuesday she sets up an appointment for today i took a half day off work so i could be here between three and five i call when i get home i call two days later so it's two days later i call the day to check the lady's like uh, I have no record of your conversation ever happening two days ago, and there's no appointment. And so now they're sending out someone tomorrow. I was like, fuck you. I, I was, did I imagine this? And I was like, I fucking talked to somebody. 
She's like, I have no record of any contacts, you know, since like three months. It's like, the fuck is going on over there? So Comcast sucks. And uh, I don't know. I should cut it, but I'm so used to it. But yeah, that's that's the only thing with me is I'm just so used to having cable. But when I think about it, I don't watch all that much cable. You don't watch any of those channels. Okay. Last paragraph from the same email going back. Last thing I want to talk about is the AMC movie pass. Josh says $20 a month and up to three movies a week. And it is amazing. If I see two movies a month, it pays for itself, but I end up seeing four to five just because I can. For example, I would never have gone to see the movie searching starring John Cho if I had to buy a ticket, but I saw it and I was shocked at how well that movie was put together. I highly recommend everyone see it if they have the chance. So if anyone has an AMC near them, take them up on this offer. Only $20 a month for unlimited movies. Pause. I just found an article on the Hollywood reporter, AMC theaters, movie ticket subscription service. They got 400,000 customers in the first 14 weeks. They launched. So is movie pass just done? I don't know. They're still around. I've saw conflicting stories of like people were quitting and then they were restarting their thing and people who had started it, they like ended it like they're all they I think they're going to try to make it through the winter holiday season, but I don't I don't think the stock is doing well. But this AMC also I heard that John Show movie searching is actually really good. It's all told through like Facebook messages and Facebook video like he's searching for his daughter goes missing so he dives into her computer and has like the digital social media trail and it's told through apparently like social media screens and texts and stuff. Like kind of a unique thing. I love John Cho. So I heard that's pretty good. Uh, he finally ends with, sorry for the long ramble. Hope you enjoyed my advice. Love the show. Y'all keep me laughing the whole time. Send me stickers. Thanks, Josh McClenny. Josh, if you want stickers, you know what you got to do. Sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, it's all, sign it's up all for the Patreon. Chuckinner.com slash Patreon. You'll get stickers. Finally, I got another voicemail from Lewis again. What's up, guys? It's Lewis. Uh, super pumped. I'm pumped. Anthony style. I'm pumped. Um, yeah, me too. Because you're going to be able to play Spider-Man, dude. That's, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That is a good deal. I actually bought the game day one, and um, I just finished the main story. Uh, it really just blew me away, man. I think the, the acting is amazing. The graphics are amazing. It really reels you in, and it's like a different take on Spider-Man. I love the... The, the after college graduated Spider-Man already, like Peter's already well into being Spider-Man. It ain't, you know, some homecoming shit, um, which I still like. But I don't know. This is just more my feel, more my taste for Peter Parker. Um, so everything is just done super well. You're going to love the story. Um, my question is, what do you think about them making a comic book um, extending and exploring this kind of exclusive PlayStation Marvel video game universe. Um, they're actually writing it, or I think it's already written. They're, they're, um, I think it's a number zero that they're starting with, which is weird. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be a continuing series or not, but I just wanted to see what you guys think about them expanding on this storyline. So the book he's talking about, it's actually out. It's called Spider Geddon which I'm sure rugs would love that fucking name. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a five issue series. It's issue zero. You can read the whole thing online. I'll put a link in the show notes. I found the whole comic book online, but it seems to take place during the spider verse crossover in the past. So what happens is doc Ock superior Spider-Man from six, one six comes to this universe to recruit 
this new Spider-Man. He's called he's from Earth 1048. And he he brings him back to his world to fight the inheritors, which was the storyline for Spider-Verse. Uh so it, it, it's kind of interesting because, like Lewis said, this fucking this, you know how we're like homecoming is not by Spider-Man in this game, dude. This is my fucking Spider-Man. It's so good. <laughs> the guy uh, voicing it, his name is Yuri Lowenthal. I just heard a, an interview with him on the latest Collider Heroes. He does a great job. Every time he, t- there's so much heart in this story. When he talks to Aunt May, when he talks to MJ, they're like broken up. And it's like awkward when they meet and you want them to go back together. But then, of course, the Parker luck is there. And every time something good happens to him as Spider-Man, something bad happens as Peter and vice versa. But Dude, this fucking game is amazing. It's got everything. It's got puzzles. It's got stealth play. It's got, you could just swing around for hours. Here's the best thing, Anthony. Yeah. You swing around and occasionally you hear J. Jonah Jameson has like a radio show and he'll pop up and just fucking, he's like Alex Jones of this universe talking shit about Spider-Man. It's fucking great. Oh yeah. But, I think I remember you telling me that in the post. But show. then there's crimes that happen, right? You'll hear the radio, the police radio saying, uh, uh, we got a robbery here or uh, an accident here. And then occasionally there's ones that are like drug deal in progress. You know, send police. Those Every time there's a drug deal, I'm like, you go hey. save him. No, I'm like, you know what? That guy's just trying to earn a fucking living. Oh, he's my fine. God. He, he's trying You're the to worst just, Spider-Man I, in ever. In fact, I go over there and I stop the police from getting to him. Do he you just, really? He's just trying to sell can, some shit. And make, no, I, you can't do that. I don't actually do that. But I'm like, drug deal? No, leave him alone. The prisons are overcrowded with these guys anyways. Oh my he's God, probably just dude. selling some weed. He's not you hurting anyone. You are anyway. a Spider-Man fan, and you, I'm that's the, worst the mindset Spider-Man. you would take because you <laughs> were Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh I'm like, drug deal? Listen, we got more important. We got demons over here and the kingpin. And you worried about a drug deal? Fuck it. Uzi Harden. Leave him. Wow. <laughs> that's wow. the, that's the oh, best shit. part of the game. I, I'm like 50% through with this game. And it's it's so good. I'm still playing on easy. But I could switch it, apparently. But I'm not going to. Because oh it's God. still kind of You're hard. You're still on playing easy. on easy. Dude, it's it's challenging. You're he plays with, I fucking I love this, this game. This motherfucker. So if you listen to the post show, yeah. we, we I give this guy shit. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. This, game, this <laughs> man plays video games on easy. What a I, puss. Th- you realize it's been like 15 years since I've played a console I game know. to the point where when the controller rumbled for the first oh, time, God, I was like, was shit, what the fuck is this? Oh, I forgot it does this. I yeah. forgot there's a rumble. The rumble is great. There's uh, a rumble in the controller. I, right. I, I, I did. Dude, look, look the, the last thing I had was the first Xbox. It didn't have any of this shit. Uh, anyways, uh, do we have a faulty leak update? I got a drop. Oh, yeah. Here, one second. <laughs> Here's the National Felty League update. Oh, thanks, Rugs. We miss you. Feel better. I gotta say, last week I wasn't even trying because I'm yeah. literally I'm not trying. I, yeah. I'm not even updating my roster each week. Okay. Um, <laughs> I won my first game. So oh shit! Whoever Mathis is oh, on the Revengers, yeah, you suck, bro. <laughs> um, but as Anthony far as, wasn't even trying. I'm literally I'm not trying. <laughs> um, as far as the divisions, yeah. Uh, Ray Swanson's team, the Titan Snaps, are four and zero, still oh, undefeated. Shit. Wow! Uh, followed closely by OJ's Parole Board, uh, Chaz Hebert's <laughs> team, and the Felty Falcons, Roberto Rivera. Um, on the DC side, it's a bit more of a uh, shittier division. GZ the Snowman, Joe from work, <laughs> yeah. is leading. Is in a three-way tie, five-way tie with the Hazelnuts with Chris Williams, <laughs> Mr. Matt Miller's Speedsters, Bill Mathis is the Avengers. 
and Game of Thrones by Matthew Lawrence. So oh. there's a five-way tie for first in the DC division and a Ray Swanson in first place all by himself in the Marvel division. How many people are in the DC division? Is that just everyone seven. is tied? Seven. There's oh, five, so okay. five out of the seven people are, are, <laughs> two, are two and two. It's oh, it's two and two. Jesus, two wins, two losses. It's anybody's, but it's still game, anybody's on that game. It's still on that early side. in the season. Ray Swanson though, killing it on Swanson the other side. Huh? It. He's killing it. All right, Only, I gotta say something though. Yeah, and I'm just thinking of this now. Yeah, but for my review of Iron Fist, I yeah. want to apologize to the listeners. Yeah, because I don't think I was very coherent at all. <laughs> and the reason for that is I literally just watched it. Yeah. So instead of getting my like thoughts where I've thought about this for a few days and like kind of put together in my mind what I want to say. You basically got a half hour or so of my instant reaction, <laughs> which is never that great. You know what? For second season of Iron Fist, that's enough. I think that's all it deserves. <laughs> I, don't need to, really. I don't need to put much time, more time than my instant reaction in it. Now, isn't it funny we live in a world now where like people they people aren't given time to think about things? Like the minute you see something, like, what's your thing? Tell me now. And I'm like, could, dude, I just fucking I, let me process. Doing the instant reactions for Patreon, although yeah. fun and yeah. definitely, uh, you know, something I hope people appreciate. Yeah. It is really hard to put together a coherent yeah. thought after yeah. you've seen something. Like I can't I can't yeah. put I never sound as good as I want to sound. I don't yeah. ever sound as good as I want to sound. Yeah. But yeah. especially in my instant reactions. Yeah. My brain is still right. like firing at like such a high speed that I can't yeah. even think and put my words together. I realize that it's kind of a weird thing. Like it's just destroying kind of like criticism and reviewing. Well, like, and also it's like a weird moment because yeah. what you say in that instant reaction, even yeah. though it's it might it's gonna go it's online. It's gonna change. It's gonna definitely change. Like once immediately, you think about it. the yeah. minute after you say it. Now I give it at least like twenty minutes or so to like kind of process instead of taking it right away because yeah. Yeah, your your mind's in a weird, but sometimes, yeah. So, a listener, if I sounded like more of an asshole than usual, it's because it's just a But giant it's not like you wa- just watched the whole season, like you've been watching the season. You just finished the, well, last, finished the last episode. episode yeah. so. That's true. Listen, that's all that show deserves. I think we did. We, it's all fine. Right. Right. <laughs> I feel was, bad. For Daredevil, bad, we'll do stuff. better. We'll do better for Daredevil season three. I don't feel bad. You don't I'm feel saying. bad? Fuck it. Okay, finally, uh, Anthony, I got more iTunes reviews. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's people, whack off. Let's whack off. Look, you said if you leave them, we will read them. Hell yeah. We're going to read them. This one comes from DJ B-Top. Uh, subject, tons of weekly nerd fun. I've been listening to these guys for over a year now, and their show never gets old. You get three different personalities that love what they do, and it clearly comes through the air. What keeps me coming back is that it really feels like you're just hanging out with friends discussing anything superhero, sometimes sports. They are all pretty funny, and I always end up learning something new about a superhero or two. Check them out. Thanks, BJ. BJ. BJ Top. BJ Top. DJ B Top. Um, I am now uh, casturbating as we speak as we read these. So we are casturbating. Next one's from Dr. Liam Steven, Ooh. a doctor. Five stars. He says, I finally saw Black Panther on Netflix last Monday. Whoa. Yes, I'm a bit tardy, I realize. But it was such a fantastic film that I went back and listened to a few podcast reviews. One show I frequent, Voice from the Underground, is always mentioning this show. And truth is, I'd always meant to give it a listen. But turns out I've never been much good with time management. Story goes, they had Emron. He spells my name with an E. It's fine. On that week for the Black Panther episode. So I figured I'd remedy this finally. And so started with Jock and Nerd for their respective review. Some six hours later, I came to a realization that I binged four episodes and bloody missed supper. Oh, shit. So that's the story. You've got a fantastic show, mates. 
and you've gained a listener for life. Cheers. I think this is from uh, Europe. This is from the UK. Who talks like Sounds that? Sounds like that. Dr. Liam Steven, thank you. I'm, I still am flabbergasted when people listen to us and decide they want to keep listening to us. So uh, you thanks, just got, man. You got lost in a jock and nerd hole. And thanks to a voice from the underground. A cock and uh, turd hole. Cock and turd hole or uh, a shit show. You've been caught in the shit show. But uh, we love Voice from the Underground, and uh, that's yeah, why you want to cross-promote, because uh, some well, our listeners will listen to them. Their listeners are coming over here. Listener, if you want to leave us a review, hear it on the show. Visit jockandnerd.com slash review. We'll take you right to our iTunes page. You can leave a review there. Well, that's it, Anthony. Any final thoughts for the week? I got nothing left, man. I got nothing left to give. Are you spent? And I'm spent, listener. Make sure you tell a friend, share the show, post it out there. Let's grow this empire of stupidity. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll see you next week. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. Oh, he's got a baby. Is that how you talk to your baby, Chaz? <laughs> Was he talking to his baby, baby? That was before the baby. <laughs> Here's Bryce. That's a big fuck up right there. Jock and